Hey, wedding pro. Welcome back to the Bookmore Weddings with Wed Hustle Pod with me, Joey. And me, Matt. We are both wedding pros and we work together in a kick-ass band. That's true, man. We also have over 20 years combined experience in sales, marketing, and the wedding industry. Going to bring our knowledge and experience to you so you can level up your wedding business today. Now, in each episode, we're going to focus on different elements of running a successful wedding business to help you grow and succeed in this really competitive industry. We aim to cut through the noise and, of course, have loads of fun along the way. Uh, Before we start, remember, head to wedhustle.com for free stuff, resources, downloads to help you dominate. Now, in this episode, we are focusing on, on dare I say, bullshit. We're going to (laughs) focus on the worst advice that you could have to grow your wedding business. That's right, people. Tune in for loads of rubbish advice. Loads of bad advice. That's Yeah, I think this is kind of... um, it's half kind of calling out things that we've also seen as like bad advice that things that people follow. Um, there's loads of places where you can get advice, Facebook groups being one of them. And we, we kind of see a lot of, a lot of the things that I've thought of here or, or listed down from, from my bit has been things that I've seen on Facebook groups mm-hmm. that other pros have recommended. And I'm just like, that's not good advice. Don't do that. Um, so yeah, we're going to, we've done a little flip. So instead of good advice, this is the worst advice, things not to do, things not to follow if you actually want to grow grow your business. So basically, so. yeah, li- listen to this podcast and everything we say, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, 100%. This will be man. fun. This will be fun. This is going to be good. Before we start though, Joey, happy birthday. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm old now. Older than I was. Yeah, Woo-hoo. not as old as me, man. Don't worry about it yet. You're, <laughs> you're still doing fine. You're still doing good. Did yeah. you have fun? Yeah, man, I did did a couple of escape rooms. As you know, I'm I'm into that kind of thing. Um, of course, because so yeah. you're because you're not a nerd in any way whatsoever. No, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I spend my birthdays: being locked in a room and having to solve things for an hour. So, yeah, it was a good times. Went out for a meal last night. Had lovely uh, sea bass. Beautiful, a glass of wine. Nice. Can't really beat that, can you? Can't yeah. beat that at all. It's a way it's to really celebrate. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> Cheers, man. Yeah, good times. Um, what have you been up to? How's life going? I, well, I had a holiday as well. I had a break, went away. It rained. <laughs> no. <laughs> it rained. My van broke down. You know, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we were chatting before doing this. Sort of, we, we've had a, a sort of a, a bit of a break away from gigs and we're about to hit four in a weekend. Three. Yeah, it's two, been mental. Uh, three and then two more. Yeah, so it's it's kind of weird. We're a, we're a bit foggy-headed from having breaks. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, birthdays. I think I'm full of cold just before. You know, <laughs> you know, you always get ill before you do a load of gigs. Um, yep. So, so yeah. So we thought, let's do a podcast while we're feeling like this. this well, I'd rather good. do it now than on Monday because I'm not yeah. going to be able to function on Monday, dude. After this weekend, oh, yeah. that was um, the only time to do it, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm so. just going to sleep. So yeah, if you don't hear from me for a while, I am probably in bed on Monday, um, just don't recovering. So yeah, it should be good. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah, man. Should we talk about some some bad advice? Some bad advice. Yeah. Should, All I was doing, do. I was stalling on giving the bad advice because it feels weird, but um, you know, it's gonna be fun. All you right. go first. Hit me. Cool, man. Okay. Number one, stick to your business plan, no matter what. It's bad advice. Bad advice, man. Why? Why do you think that is? I th- well. First of all, some people do this without even having a business plan. They're just like, "Cool, let's get stuck in and do mm. it," which. It's quite cool. You know, I've got nothing against that. You need to have a plan, but things mm-hmm. change all the time, you know, yeah. and, and I think 
I'm not going to say particularly in this industry because I think this can apply to any industry really, but you know, trends change. Yep. Things change. The world gets hit with a global pandemic. Um, <laughs> stuff happens all the time. And I think if you're like, no, I'm going to stay on this lane and this is what I'm doing. You're going to come unstuck pretty quickly. Um, yeah. You need totally to adapt. Man. Yeah. Adaptation. That That's the key word. I think, I think you, you should be planning like so far ahead, but there is a limit to how far you, you should be planning. I mean, having like goals and things is totally cool, but having yourself like, kind of rigidly stuck in of like exactly what you're doing for the next year. Uh, for for example, your business plan, you might say, I'm going to post five times a week on social media. That's my plan. I'm going to stick to it no matter what. But what if it's not working? What if nobody's seen your content? What if because you're uh, trying to make too much stuff, it's low quality, that kind of thing. And it, it's kind of a bad move to just stick to that because you said you were going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's moves that we've made within our own wedding business that we've managed to adapt and change. I mean, we didn't have four people in our band to begin yeah. with. We didn't have electric guitar in the band to begin with. We, you know, yeah, the, we, the part of the plan was being... being the Mumford thing, right? Yeah. And we just, yeah, we're, we're different now. We adapted, but we don't need to stick to it just because we said, you know, it's being no, aware. That's it. I think, it? like you say, we, we adapted, we we looked at things and we we realized, oh, it, this is what we didn't intend to happen is working a bit better than what we planned on happening. So let's focus more on what we didn't intend to happen because it's really good. Yeah. If, without going into loads, loads of detail there, but that kind of makes sense. You know, it's like the fact that things will happen. You will make changes. And if when you make those changes, it works really well, that's a good thing. You know, so don't yeah. be afraid to try different things. I mean, having said that, we didn't really have uh, a business plan per se, did we? But we just knew we talked enough and we figured out what we wanted to do to kind of get things, things moving. I, I think we work in stages, don't we? Cause we kind of worked towards like band launch and just after of mm-hmm. like, how do we do this? And then you kind of just figure things out from there, don't you? Of, yeah, of what yeah. you need to do. So. And yeah. that's still happening. You know, we still like assess each year and what we need to do. And we're thinking sort of 12 months ahead on what needs to happen and, and making plans. Um, but they are very, very loose. You know, we've got ideas for what we're going to shoot promo wise towards the end of the year. But we're fully aware that towards the end of the year, that plan might be totally, totally different and things might change. You know, the the whole climate of things might change. So, yeah. Yeah, I I guess don't don't be stubborn and be aware and be adaptable. That that's probably it, because if you stick to your guns too much, you might just kind of sink. So, yeah, that's it. That's the bad advice, I guess. Yeah. But these things we, we've got, we're doing bad advice and good advice, right? We, we're if, doing if, by the worst piece, and then we're telling yeah. you saying why it's bad. <laughs> yeah. So don't don't skip through bits on this podcast because you'll like skip to a bit, and we're like, yeah, we're talking like we're giving good advice, but you'll be like, oh, this is bad advice because that's what the guy said. Like, just try and listen to it properly. This is getting we're getting in a bit. Yeah. Confused. Pay attention. What are you doing? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, I'm going to come in with a big gun straight away. That I think people are aware of this one. I hope people are aware of this one being probably the worst advice that you could ever get. Do some weddings for free to get exposure. Ooh, that's a big one, man. That's get your name out there, people. man. Like, get people seeing yeah. you. Just do it for free. You know, that's all good. Nah. I see <laughs> a lot. People still do yeah. that all the time, yeah. man. I see photographers posting on groups of like, I will do, I'm offering up five free weddings to build up my portfolio. Yeah. Whoever takes them up first. It's like, do you realize how much work you're taking on there? And I mean, there's so much to unpack there. Why that's it's... not a thing. The kind of people that would take you up on a free wedding. And it's just like, is that going to be good? Yeah. 
this this is it. Yeah, I think you know it it works in two ways. I think it could. I'm well, let's assume that if you're doing things for free to get exposure, you're very early on in your wedding business career. Mm-hmm. You could get put off the wedding industry really, really fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, a couple a couple of weddings down the line, you're like, "What the fuck am I doing in this industry? This is horrible." Yeah. Because you're at weddings where people want it done for free, and and I've had people say before when I've had this conversation, it's like, well, no, I'll do it for friends. That then you might find that you're falling out with your friends. I think that's always a risk because they're expecting loads of you for free and all of this. I think it's really, really dangerous from that side, um, you know, because yeah, you you're sort of taking advantage of a little bit, I guess. Yeah, I I, I think so, man. I. I would say off the back of this bad advice, what what would we say to kind of a photographer that wants to build their portfolio? I mean, the immediate thing that comes to mind is that don't offer yourself up free. Um, offer up yourself as a second shooter yeah. or another photographer and ask if you can use some of that for your portfolio, the photos that you take. You've worked a wedding, you'll get paid for it. And you're there. You're learning from somewhere else as well. You're learning, you're learning from someone yeah. else. Yeah. And then for, for other people other suppliers um you know videographers can do the same second shooter band singers we build up our calendar without doing free gigs you know we we shot promo we did what we needed to do and we had things under our belt and it's when you do go out for that first couple of of weddings and stuff get as much content as you can Mm because that's going to help you so yeah you don't you don't need to be doing that for free to kind of fill the calendar no i think i think we we could go on all the different sort of types of suppliers and things like that and and sort of They've all got different ways of getting experience. Yeah. Um, you know, with bands, I think a lot of bands, it's like doing pub gigs, but they're very different to weddings, as we know, and stuff like that. Yeah. This band that we're in, our very first gig is this band was a wedding. Yeah, it was. A fully paid wedding, you know, and we went straight out there and did it as this band. But we'd all done stuff before. We're all professional musicians and we knew what we were doing. Yeah, it's not like all of us collectively, of our, it was our first wedding ever. I mean, exactly. Both yeah. of us, we're well into the hundreds of figures. So it's like... Yeah, no, yeah, no, and I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think back to like my old bands where we sort of stepped up from the pubs to weddings and stuff like that, and you know, and we, you know, we might have done it a bit cheaper than I think I, we would have charged further down the line. Mm. But ultimately, you know, we didn't do it for free. We we got experience. We knew what we were doing would work. Um, so yeah, don't sell yourself short. Don't do it for free. Yeah, good Practice times, man. In other ways, yeah, cool. Big tip, big times. All right, man. So I hit you with another one. Let's do it. This, this is going to sound really, this really stupid. Okay. So a bad piece of advice. Follow your passion. Does that sound bad? That sound bad. It's like, that's what you should. Oh, do. it's, 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 it's a tough one that because I think people, people, most people we come across in this industry are doing this because they love it. Yes. You know, you don't give up all your weekends and work crazy long hours. Um, going to weddings, de- dealing with bridezillas and all of that, if you don't love what you do, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. surely, surely these people are following their passion. Yeah, 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 no. I think I guess a caveat this with you need to be aware of like what it is that you're doing. So again, taking the band as an example, I am not passionate about playing Mumford and Sons mm-hmm. uh, or playing Ed Sheeran or Taylor Swift or Hohei, whatever it is. But we do it. We do yeah. the thing. Like if we could play just like alt gent <laughs> rock with like seven, eight time signatures and play everything and drop tunings and just scream at people and just go mental and still get paid for it. Well, then I'd just be doing that. Right? That would be following our passion, wouldn't it? Really? Yeah, exactly, man. So <laughs> it's it's being aware of like what people want 
and like you you can it's not okay here's the bad advice don't just follow your passion yeah. you know you can feed those things in we we chuck songs in that we like and we we do what we need to do but you have to be aware of like the industry and the market well i think i think it's finding ultimately what you what you actually or what, what you really love about what you do mm. and and where that fits into making money at weddings okay yeah. so you know you might be a photographer and you might love doing really abstract stuff you know really enjoy doing weird street art kind of things um and if you did that all the time you would probably get some weddings but not many so you just sort of tone it down a little bit and you bring in an element of what you love but ultimately you are taking portraits of a bride and groom at a wedding you know mm. so you're finding an element of what you love and you just or your passion and just putting it in and giving it a tweak but you're toning it back a little bit same with music you know ultimately yes we love the more alt music and that kind of thing but what we really enjoy is performing and the best yeah. thing about performing is having everyone in a room jumping up and down and dancing and loving what you do and that's regardless what of what song you're playing yeah. exactly that's what we enjoy so that means playing mr brightside that means playing mumford and sons because it makes everyone jump around and we love it am i making sense here so you yeah, find finding... what i think what you're saying it's compromising isn't it there's a yeah. happy medium of like you keep yourself happy by finding the bits that you love and what you want to do but being aware that there's like people there there's an audience there's people that want to pay money to have you there so you need to like adapt yourself and compromise you know not just doing completely what you love you're doing things for other people you're kind of providing a service so yeah yeah that's exactly it you know and it's and again and it's their day it's yeah. not your time to sort of show off who you are and how great you are at things. It's their day. You know, you're, you are working for them. Mm -hmm. So you need to sort of accommodate to them to yeah. an extent. And there's a general thing that most clients want you to accommodate to. Yeah, pretty much, man. That makes sense. I think yeah. that makes sense that everything that we just said, I like to think it does anyway, but um, you know, yeah. still be passionate and do things that you love, but be aware. That's exactly it. That's it. That's it. Um, I'm I'm looking at we wrote a list of obviously what we're gonna do, but I've I've remembered one that I I'm gonna chuck in here. This is why we don't write a number at the start of the podcast because things happen. Bonus tip. Bonus tip or bonus bad Piece advice. Bad, yeah, yeah. Is um is yeah, you can you can do that on the side while you're focusing on your normal job. And it's a good bit of pocket money, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. The old at, uh side at, side hustle approach. Yeah. Actual advice that I still get from my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. still now i'm a full-time wedding professional and my dad's still like yeah well you know it's a good bit of pocket money isn't it my yeah, dad yeah. this is my career <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think um there's a lot to unpack there i guess there's like the the opinions that people have about you know what we do and what yeah. wedding pros do and that kind of thing but also what you're saying about like not giving it your full attention and kind of doing That's it on it. the side of something else um yeah, it takes a lot of energy and time and effort. And you can, if you want to make it work, you need to go all in, don't you? That's it. I mean, I've come across loads of suppliers um, in all aspects of the industry who, you know, they, they've almost not got the confidence. And, and when we're chatting at weddings and things like that, it's sort of, you know, do you do this full time? And they're like, oh, well, no, I just do it, you know, on top of a normal job, which is a bit boring, but I've got to pay the bills. You know, and that kind of it's kind of their, their approach, and you just think, oh, if you put all your energy into doing the wedding business side of things, it would pay the bills. 
well, we spoke to Abby recently, who's recently gone full yeah. time, and she's a great example of like, you know, she she's ready and she's made that realization. It's just like, yeah, let's just go for it. Like mm-hmm. you you weigh up like you know what could happen, the pros and cons, and then you ultimately come to the realization that you you're gonna be better off <laughs> just like yeah. going for it properly. So yeah, I think the moment that like I decided to start like taking it really seriously kind of alongside the same time that we kind of started the band because I was doing solo stuff at the same time as working a job as well, getting exhausted, picking up stuff, but it wasn't really quite like what I wanted. And as much as COVID sucked ass, you know, it did help because there's not really much else to focus on apart from just doing this right and and doing it properly. So yeah, it's the way. Yeah. So when old people tell you that you shouldn't be doing this, as a full-time job just ignore them get on with yeah, it just look at me them. being ageist old people yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could be anyone it could be anyone at all like but yeah you but know what you want to do always old people isn't it generally old people yeah, yeah. bloody oldies how dare they <laughs> um yeah man that's a good one is it my turn now i don't even know yeah what to. yeah that was my bonus bonus, bonus. Advice. yeah yeah okay 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 i got i'm gonna pick a good one here all right let's talk about um doing things solo man so like you know we talked about going full-time and doing the thing so a piece of bad advice i think is that like yeah just do it you can do it all on your own you'll be good (laughs) it ain't that easy is it yeah totally i mean we we often talk about um obviously like seo and that side of things and it's like Mm. and websites and if you're not sure how to do it yourself get help you know get someone to do it but it applies to so many aspects of everything doesn't it you know it's like yeah. if you're rubbish with figures get an accountant yeah you know, I, th- I think got... that this is applicable to anyone running their own business yeah um and i guess when we say of like okay you should get help it can be whether you like delegate something to somebody else or just get help with advice mm-hmm. you know that there yeah. are two sides of it so say for example someone is trying to do their seo and they're just having a bitch of a time can't get it to work and spending ages and it's not working you know you you can just give that to someone else if you want Mm -hmm. or you can just get help from somebody to help figure it out but just continuing to bash your head against the wall continuously is just not the option basically out of those three so So, something i try and do in that situation when we've both discussed it before as well is like the idea of you know putting a value on your time mm. when you when you work for yourself it's really easy to come away from the like paid per hour kind of aspect you know when you've got a day job and you know what you're getting paid per hour you kind of know when you should be working what you should be doing and stuff like that and how how valuable your time is yeah when you're self-employed you just do the stuff because you have to do it you don't value how long it takes and what you should be getting paid for that as soon as you sort of say to yourself well no i i i'm worth 35 45 pound an hour whatever it might be which sounds high but that's that's what you should be thinking mm. um you know v- value yourself at that and if you look at a job and think i don't really know what i'm doing here this is going to take me two days sat yeah. in front of a computer like trying to figure it all out look at that well that's two days of eight hours i'm not even able to do the math quick enough but it's it's five it's enough to go get someone else to do, yeah. <laughs> to do <laughs> it to say, but yeah. if you could pay someone that it'll take them two hours to do yeah you've said you've saved yourself money and stress in the, in the long run that's exactly you, it so. that's it so it's yeah. it's worth sort of thinking valuing your time a little bit i think is the way to do that and and yeah v- valuing your time and valuing your skills as well mm-hmm. whereas you know you kind of want to spend more time doing what you're good at 
exactly because you're going to be yeah. more beneficial doing that kind of stuff so yeah like if you're a photographer and you're amazing at like editing photos or doing whatever or doing a social media great but there might be an aspect of your business where you can and should be getting help with so it's like yeah do the thing it's just going to help you i mean we again thinking of people we spoke to recently speaking to Corleo um bailey he mm-hmm. was quite hot on kind of making decisions quickly and delegating out to people as and where he needed yeah. to really quick to admit where he didn't know something yeah. um which i think again might come from stubbornness or trying to make this business work and taking on everything yourself and it's like oh, actually i don't know anything about this so let's just get an expert in let's get well, someone well yeah i mean um, so many clients that we deal with as well and i won't names on the names on this one but i think most it applies to most but it's the mm. fact that we might ask a question it's like oh how are you with seo and they'll be a bit cagey oh i'm okay yeah i've done bits yeah. and then when we explain like look be honest with us it's absolutely fine like i know nothing <laughs> like, help me it's like that's totally fine to admit that you don't know everything about what you're doing it's yeah. totally normal like i don't think anybody in this industry including us knows every element of how to do everything exactly like yeah. you know so don't don't ever be afraid to admit that i'm a bit shit at this bit I need help with it. Get mm-hmm. the help. Awesome, man. Yeah. Like, let's drop, we're dropping more good advice than ever in this uh, pod about pieces of bad advice. It's like we go, here's, here's some bad advice. <laughs> here's yeah. loads of good advice, just firing on behind it, which is good. Um, yeah. I'm going to combine two together. Do it. So they're kind of, they're, they're kind of they're the same things apply. Um, speak to local venues and get in with them or get in with an agent. You know, yeah get in with somebody they'll help you out that's the way to do it you'll get loads of work <laughs> if you get in with someone it, it, you're, you're totally right man that is a really common throwaway piece of advice of like let's say someone's post on a group how do i get my wedding so i'm like oh you need to get in with agents and get in with a few venues and you'll be cool and it's like one what the hell does that even mean <laughs> like <laughs> and, and two like where do you even start with that like yeah. you can't just like go there and be like Hey, um, do you want to be friends? Uh, can I get in with you guys? It's yeah. like, yo, I don't work like that. So I mean, yeah, the reality is if you can get in with a local venue, if you mm. can get in with an agent, it will do you well. It will do yeah. you lots of good. It's it's definitely a, a sort of a, a string to your bow that you should have, but it doesn't happen quickly. It takes time. No. You know, it takes a long time. Um, the reality is, yeah, I think if you when people say that, get in with a local venue, it's like, right, I'm going to make a list of all the local venues and I'm going to contact them all and I'm going to say, hey, I'm a florist. Hey, I'm a photographer. I'd love to work with you guys. Um, you know, you're dead local to me, blah, blah, blah. I'm amazing. I'm really good and your clients would love me, etc., etc., etc. The venue aren't even going to respond. No, they're not. They're just not. It's not, it's not going to They ain't happen. got time. And the no. same with the agency. <laughs> the, the, these, you know, venues and agencies are really, really busy. They're dealing mm. with loads of clients they're dealing with loads of of suppliers themselves that they know and trust and have worked with for a while and they've got work to do for them they're not going to devote time almost let's go back to when we're talking about valuing your time and like they haven't got the time to devote to no even respond to you to say oh that's cool tell me a bit more about yourself so we can get to know each other and i'll allow you to get in with me (laughs) 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 they ain't got time for that so they're just not going to respond yeah, I mean, the, the short story is a venue is never, ever, ever going to put anyone on their supplier list unless they've got this horrible paid supplier list, which is bullshit, yeah. Yeah. Um, or unless they've seen you, met you, and experienced you at a wedding day, which mm-hmm. leaves you in this weird catch-22 situation, you might think, 
where it's like, okay, I need to get in with venues to grow my wedding business, but to get in with venues, I need to work at the venue. So it's like, wait, how do I do that? Because I need to get booked there to begin with. Um, but it's just the way that it works. I mean, the other day I did a solo one um, and it's quite a new venue. And afterwards they kind of came up to me and were like, nice stuff. Oh, that was really great. Loved having you here. Really nice, et cetera. Um, can we put you on our supplier list? Um, we'd like to meet and see the suppliers before we do them. We think you'd be great and love to recommend you. You, you got in with them? Yeah, man, I got in with them. <laughs> I had to play. A, I was there for hours. Did. I played yeah. a physical. There's like... If I just sent an email like a few weeks before or something and been like, yo, let me on your supplier list, they ain't just not going to happen. Well, so I, I'm I, now in with them because of the way I acted and stuff on the yeah. day and was sound. So, well, I've done that exact thing, you know, where, where I've contacted, you know, and, I, and I, I will sometimes try it if I feel the opportunity is there. But before we've even played, it's never worked, yeah. you know, but like, you know, you're having a conversation with a venue, even when they say, oh, it's great to hear from you so early and you're, you're answering all the questions right and, and they're really polite and you're getting on. It's like, hey, could we be on your supplier list? They will all say we don't add anyone to our supplier list until you've played here, mm-hmm. you know. And, and of course they don't. You know, you could be amazing in your email. You could turn up and be shit. Yeah, you know, be really man. rude or really scruffy, or you could be late or whatever. Yeah. They're not. They're not going to recommend you to any of their clients until they know. And sometimes it might even take more than one visit. Yeah, I, totally right, man. Um, yeah. Old Palace Chester. Yeah. yeah we, we, and now we're, oh, we're actually on their list now on the website. Oh, think, excellent. excellent. But that great. took ages. I mean, we've played a there long time. a handful we, of times, you know. We shot our bloody course there. <laughs> you know, we, we know them well. So it's not just a one and done thing, right? It takes mm-hmm. a while to build these relationships. And that's what it is that you're building. And I would say, apart from being good at what you do, it's you as a person, the way you speak, the way you act on the day, that's what they're paying attention to. Yeah, um, of course, yeah. You know, when, when the other day when they came up to me, she was like, oh, you're really nice. And we've liked to have venue here on the back end of saying like your music's great. But she like pointing that out, basically saying, you're not a dickhead. Yeah, We'd yeah. like you to come back. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, don't don't be a dick, I guess, when you're at weddings. Be yeah. nice to the staff. And it helps so much, man. Go above and, and beyond. So. And the same same applies with, you know, with, with we bracket this in with agencies as well. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. they're... they're We've both, we've, you know, you especially were in sort of the artist sign up side of things. And like you're constantly getting bombarded with people that want to sign up and yeah. they're offering their allegiance to the agency and they're offering all sorts of things. It's like, yeah, but I've got other things to deal with. Yeah. Um, even when you are, and we see it a lot when people get really excited that they're signed up with an agency. I'm in with X agency or whatever. I'm going to get loads yeah. of gigs and then not much happens. Among the like, hundreds of other people that are also in with us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It takes time. You have to build that trust. Um, certainly. Well, you from... know, as well, when you were booking the acts, dude, you would, you know, you've got hundreds and hundreds of acts at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. You would go to a small percentage of those, the ones that you trusted, yeah, yeah. the ones that would come back quick, all those kinds well, of things. So that's it. You have a relationship with, right? And that you get on well Focusing with. your energy on getting, getting into an agency or in with an agency, like once you're listed with an agency, you know, put your energy on getting a relationship with the the booking agents themselves. Yeah. And the surefire way of doing that is not being a dick once again, you know, it's like being really easy yeah. to work with, quick to respond, really amenable, not causing any extra work, you know, yeah. and just making things as easy as possible because they will continue to come back to you then. Don't um, be a diva. Come yeah, on. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, yeah, man. Be nice people. That that'll help you in your life. That's basically a good mantra to have anyway outside yeah. of weddings. But it does help with <laughs> all the stuff. But yeah, don't just expect that. Like, oh, cool, I'll get in with venues and my life will be solved. Like, it takes a while to to build that relationship. But exactly, yeah. that's it. That's it. Cool. Man. Have, we got, have we got time for 
One more? Two more? I think we can bang one more at the back end of this. Um, I think, okay, well, there's so much we can talk about. I'm going to pick a bit of a different one where it's like, don't... Okay, so we're doing the bad advice, aren't we? Yes. So you're going to to flip this. Your advice in your head that you're about to say, yeah, make it shit. Okay. And then... Uh, Okay, cool. Just look at your competitors and copy what they're doing and you'll be totally fine. (laughs) That's, That's the bad advice. I think that's a bad advice. But I could see I could see why you struggled making that bad advice because there's good advice, good advice in that as well, <laughs> isn't it? You know, because Yeah. It's it's again, it's the balance. It's doing it's not just doing that entirely. Yeah. Because you need to kind of be your own self and be individual. There are things that you can be influenced by your competitors and do what you're doing. But if you're just a carbon copy of somebody else, then kind of what makes you stand out in, in the industry? And I think in weddings in particular, you you need to have that USP, that thing that's different. Uh, again, calling back to people we spoke to, speaking to Nick from the One Step, um, he was talking about kind of the style of the band and what's different. And we kind of said like, because it's kind of like reggae acoustic pop mm-hmm. and the fact that they have their USP, the thing that's different, that's what's kept them going for years. Yeah. And years. And the- if they were just like, we're just going to copy the most successful band and do what they're doing. It's like, well, you're not going to stay around for ages then, are you? So, so Yeah, and, and we've seen it as well. And again, we are very band heavy with this, but that's what we're we're involved in. It's like mm. there are so many of the like the three piece rock pop indie bands, yeah. um, and they do all blur into one a little bit. And don't get me wrong, they all get work. You mm. know, they do okay, but they're not exceeding what they you know they're not excelling in the industry. They're just sort of floating and going along, and they don't last. Yeah, you just don't stand out. The money is so crowded, man. There are so many people that are working in weddings. Like, pick any of the industry that you're in, whether you're a videographer, a photographer, whatever, is finding that thing that makes you different and makes you you. And I think if you're working in that kind of field, let's say you are a videographer, um, you, your, yeah, your video style and the content you make, you might use that to stand out. But really, it it comes down to you, Mm -hmm. which is why we always talk about, like, putting yourself on socials, why photographers should put themselves on socials. So, you know, we have worked with those different photographers talking about Abby again. Yeah. He's said to her, it's like, I've not actually seen a lot of your photos, but I've seen loads of you. So she's, by being her and putting herself out there, she's carved her own little niche. She's made herself different. Yeah. And I think that's how you do it, to be honest with you, man. You know. Yeah. I, and, and again, that's something that comes with time. Yeah. You know, you're not going to do this overnight. And and, and to use us as, us as an example, again, you know, we sort of, we looked at the competitors. We looked at how what worked and what didn't and how that fit with us. And there was an ex- an element of us saying, well, let's do what they're doing to get the work in. But we knew that it would get us work. And then very, very quickly, we carved our niche. We found that like different bits that are working. And now I feel that we're totally unique to to most other bands at what we're doing because yeah. we sort of found these different elements. And it's what people love us for <clears throat> is it's a bit different. Yeah. Um, so it's... Well, it's like we spoke about before the pod, man. Uh, we're getting a lot of inquiries we can't fill and we don't we struggle to recommend similar bands yeah yeah ask for it uh, yeah. because what we're doing is is a bit different and that's why you can command a higher fee as well for what you do so that's it yeah, yeah. It's stand out above the crowd i guess isn't it it's um yeah i would say if if you are going to look at competitors what kind of things should you should you be looking at and what kind of things should you not be paying too much attention to to help you it's worth looking at the pricing yeah you know, we've said this before, like sort of work out what you should be charging around. So if you can find out the pricing of what they're doing, um, look at that. I would um, say SEO shit. Yeah. Um, totally 
feel like that's something that like from a bride and groom's point of view, they won't know that stuff, mm-hmm. but you can get ahead of it. If you kind of look at what they've done on their site, what backlinks they have, what tactics they've used, you can, you can be influenced that way. Um, so that's something to pay attention look, to. Look at their socials, like look at what's, yeah. look what's doing well for them. Yeah. You know, and, and do it a bit better. Mm-hmm. you know so yeah it's it's sort of so our it's advice really is, is yeah, yeah is, is look at the competitors yeah yeah take the elements that, that that you can but don't be a carbon copy I yeah think, because yeah, that's yeah. just you're not going to survive and yeah you want to be the one that everyone else is looking up to and at the end of the day totally yeah um, yeah totally so, yeah cool man awesome awesome we so there's loads loads, loads of bad advice like <laughs> for you all to listen to um on that as well, what we I was going to discuss this with you earlier, but I haven't had a chance, so screw it, it's fine. <laughs> if you if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, please get in touch. Um, yeah, hello yeah. at wedhustle.com. Drop us an email; that'll be in the description and stuff as well. Um, if you've got something to say, come and say it to us. It'd be great because we always enjoy it. Um, also, are we going to do the shout out thing? Let's do it. Let's um, see what happens. Yeah, what are we doing? You you lead the way. So I can't remember <laughs> what it is that you say. If you are if you are a wedding supplier, look, we're talking about a free advert for you here. If you're something oh, yeah. different, yeah, let's let's do some shout outs to wedding suppliers. You know, we've had a few guests on recently. It's really really cool. So if you would like us to shout about you as a as a new wedding supplier, um, drop us an email. Hello at wedhustle.com. Um, are we doing a shout out now to anybody or are we you've got one in mind do a shout out to somebody well i was thinking you know we've been looking at what han and Stu have been up to recently and they've kind of just basically put like their foot right on the gas with just like content promo and they're working with garant perry let's do a dual shout out (laughs) and garant perry the little dream squad um that's right yeah so yeah go see what hanandstumusic.com is mm-hmm. where you want to go, and that'll take you to their socials as well. I'm trying to quickly find Geraint's email. We'll, we'll link, Ger- um, yeah, we'll we'll link him in there. the stuff. But yeah, see what they're up to. A little dream squad of human beings. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Both we've worked with them both before in different capacities. Um yeah, man. awesome people. Go check them out. Woo. Happy wrap days. it up. Wrap it up. Let's wrap the stuff up. Okay, yeah. You we've kind of said most of the stuff, but yeah, subscribe, like, do the things to stay up to date. Head to Wed Hustle for free stuff. Join the Facebook group, Book More Weddings with Wed Hustle, to speak with other cool wedding pros. And of course, if you need help with your own wedding business and taking over the industry, get in touch. Uh, but for now, love you. Peace. Bye.